Hello and welcome to the East Baltimore Graffiti Church's podcast. We are so excited to have you join us today. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at ebgraffitichurch at gmail.com. Or you can check us out on our website at ebgraffitichurch.org. Amen. So, um, this week at sports camp, the topic was integrity. So they talked with the kids and stuff about integrity this week. And I'm sure some great messages going on along there. And this has pretty much been the theme that we've been going with for the month of July. So on this morning here, once again, so we're going to talk about integrity. So as we see, we're going to open it up with, like, do you have integrity? Um, go to the next one. So the first thing I want to look at is just Proverbs 23. Proverbs 21.3. They say, do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. So we must do what is right. We must do, and we must do what is right and is pleasing to the Lord in order for us to live an upholding Christian life. God, God holds or set the standards for our morals. And we pretty much just have to live right and do so. So the first thing that um, I want to get into is how do we know right versus wrong? So you know right from wrong by Jesus Christ. We were made in God's image, which means we have the ability to pretty much know good from evil. If you keep, God's, if you keep Jesus' commands, then you will pretty much live the moral standards of and have integrity. Jesus' commands was love one another prayer, believe that he is the son of God, take up your cross and follow him and go and make disciples of many nations. And we have, I mean, I didn't pull up the reference scripture, but these are pretty much the reference scriptures on those commandments that Jesus has placed upon us to carry out our days on earth. So we can live to the standards and the commandments of him. We will be a person of great integrity. Now, integrity is different aspects of integrity and different meanings of it and we're going to pretty much dive more into more deeply into it um so some integrity traits that i wanted to pretty much get into is express gratitude when other people help with when other people help you value honesty and openness are you are you responsible and accountable of your actions good and bad respect yourself and others around you no matter where you are are you reliable and trustworthy help those in need without sacrificing your own health are patient and flexible when you expect obstacles you know even when unexpected obstacles show up so here are just pretty much different examples in different areas of life where we can show integrity to not only other people but to ourselves and to god so if we continue to go forward, uh, Proverbs 10.9 states that whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever, walk, whoever takes crooked path will be found out. So as we go on within our life and as we go on um, walking the path of God, we must be an honest person. You know, it's, I mean, this pretty much states like an honest person will, they, 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 they will have like, they will walk in integrity sincerely and pretty much what, what that means is like 
When you're taking your walk of life, you don't have to look behind you or you don't have to worry about if you got to catch up with the lies and stuff that you made or you don't have to pretty much, once again, always look over the shoulders like, am I doing exactly what I told this other person that I'm doing? To where though someone else was living that double standard life or that double life, they were pretty much looking over the shoulder saying like, what I'm doing here is not what I'm doing in personal life. What I'm doing out in public is not what I'm doing behind the scenes. So, and we all know that the dark will come to the light eventually. So when the dark comes to the light, if you was an honest person, you wouldn't have to worry about such things. Which brings me to my next point as far as, like I said, this week at Sports Camp, we talk about, we was teaching the kids about integrity. We was teaching them what it means um, how you go about it, and how can you pretty much live an honest life. So, like, in sports, well, we, do, we did a sports camp here, so I wanted to use some sports examples. Um, like, out here, obviously, we don't have the referees. The only referees is pretty much the coach. So, without a referee, players need to show integrity. You know, they, if they play basketball or something and they step out of bounds, instead of, instead of continuing on playing, they need to pretty much man up and be like, yeah, I stepped out. That way the game could continue in an honest manner. Same thing as far as like, oh, I mean, playing fair, I mean, playing fair does show respect to other people. Um, because if you can keep the game honest, then, you know, you don't gotta worry about cheaters. <laughs> so, uh, and then also in school, we, uh, we teach, um, you know, don't cheat on the test. Don't take, uh, don't take other people's stuff. Don't lie. All those characteristics of things are just that don't show the integrity nature or don't show an honest nature. And as we deal with kids out here, we have to be that example for them and not only just tell them that you need to do these things so you can be an honest person, but we also got to be the example and live it ourselves and actually show them what it means to have integrity. Um, and yeah, I mean, that would pretty much just be like, it's just, I mean, it's a worth thing to have for the kids. Now here, I say um, another form of integrity is like wholeness, which is one, oneness. Um, to where though, it kind of refer, reference back to what I had state, um, like not living a double life. Um, like, I mean, a small picture down there say, you know, are you living a double life? Am I, how I am in public, is that how I am in private? Um, you know, the way you live your public life is how you should live in your private life. As followers of Christ, we strive to be whole, which means we strive to be whole on the spiritual and the physical. Um, and, and the spiritual and the physical. That way, like, carrying out God's word, you know, strive us to be better. God calls for us to die, have our sins to die daily. Yes, we won't be perfect. Yes, we can't be perfect, but every day we're supposed to have it make a strive in trying to live a less sinful life. And the more that we dwell in God, then the more that we can become whole. Now, the more that when, when becoming wholeness and becoming integrity takes action, it's more than just speaking words or saying things. So, you can go to section. Oh, I skipped one. So, for in him dwells all the fullness of the go ahead bodily and 
you are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and power. The scripture just pretty much states that, once again, if we can dwell in the God, if we can keep him as the head, if we can keep him within our heart, um, we will be able to be whole. We, that's the only way that we can be whole. That's the only way that we can, I mean, follow Christ. So going back to my next point, like integrity requires action. You must do what you say. Don't be a hypocrite. Be the example for others. And you got to do the right thing, which, which goes back to, I mean, my point of like, we have to be able to display integrity. So I'm, gonna, I'm pretty much going to give up. I'm pretty much about to post some examples of situations that we may come across. And when we come across them, how do we pretty much deal with those situations? So, I mean, the one is like if the cashier gave you too much money back, you know, the right thing would do to just give it back to them. And not say this is a blessing from God. <laughs> and, not say, and not say this is a blessing from God, but to give it back to them. That's how you keep a person honest. That's how you pretty much, uh, that, that's, that's the honesty point of it. So, I mean, another two, like going back to pay for something you forgot to pay for, that would show another honest action. Now, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, we all pretty much have that victim. I've been victim. I'll say me. Um, not feeling like going back to pay for it. So in that moment, I did not show in great integrity as a child of God. But the correct way would have been to just go back and then pay for those oh, items. <laughs> um, letting someone take the blame for something you did. Um, if you... I mean, if you allow that, that is not an honorable act. That is not something that you should be proud of. Um, that's not an integrity person, a person with integrity. When you know confidential information, never tell anyone. You know, especially like Charlie had mentioned last week, like as pastors, certain things he got to keep confidential for. So if he was to go and share that confidential information, he's not a great man with integrity. That is personal business. That's between him and his congregation. Um, taking supplies from the office for your personal use. Um, that's, that's another dishonest act. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we all been a part of it. I've been a part of it. So. But so these examples, but I, I came across these examples because to get into my next point um, in scripture is your actions build your reputation. Um, your character builds your reputation. So Proverbs 22, one says a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, love and favor rather than silver and gold, which means once again, when, when it, it's, it's better to have a great name, a good, clear name instead of having, I mean, just greater riches. That's just how, the God, that's just how God view that, I mean, how, how, that's how God view us as honorable people of Christ. Um, and what, one of the things that I just want to like harp on is just like, you know, actions build your reputation. Now, I'm real, I'm real big on like trying to make sure that I have a legacy or trying to, um, like, like legacy is important to me. So I, I, I'm real mindful on how my reputation should be. So if you go, uh, I put some different descriptions of 
things and pretty much say, like, what are you known for? Are you honest? Are you trustworthy? Are you helpful? Are you accountable? Um, are you patient? Are you respectful? Are you diligent? And then some on the bad thing side would be, you know, dishonest, liar, thief. Uh, you give up early, cheater, addict, lazy. All those things are pretty much um, on a negative side portion of integrity. So, like I said, building a legacy is important. It's, it's when, when, when we do actions, when we show actions, not only is it pleasing unto God, but we show other people how we truly is. To so as though, if I'm being an honest person in, in my private life and in my public life, people would view me as, okay, he's an honest man. I can trust him. I can go to him when, when things are wrong. I can be, I know that he will be there for me when I'm in trouble. You know, your reputation, because I have a report on my actions, people are able to see me as such, which is why you shouldn't live a double life. So the same thing on the other side, you know, if, if, it, if, it was a, if someone was a thief or someone was a cheater, you would, you would be more conscious when you're around them because you already know their lifestyle. So that's why having integrity, not only that, that affects your reputation and that affects, I believe, your legacy, because that's why having those characteristics build who you are in God and it builds who you are as a person. So another form of um, integrity is standing on what you believe shows integrity. Give me a second. Kind of going back and forth with notes and my phone. <laughs> So standing on what you believe um, shows integrity. It shows how you it shows how you feel and your characteristics your characteristics of that. And um, I'm trying to remember why I put that up there, but yeah, I can't remember. Um, but next thing I want to pretty much get into is I want to talk about Job because when you open up when you open up. Um, First, I mean, Job chapter one, it says, um, for those who don't, know, don't, who don't know the story of Job, it says, Job was blameless and upright. He feared God and he, dis, and he disliked evil, which means he was a man with great integrity. So everybody, if, if you don't know the story of Job, I'll read this portion of uh, 27.6. It says, as surely as God lives, who has denied me justice? The almighty who has made my, who has made my life bitter? As long as I have life within me, the breath of God in my nostrils, my lips will not say anything wicked, and my tongue will not utter lies. I will never admit who, are, who you are in the right till I die. I will not deny my integrity. I will maintain my innocence and never let go of it. My conscience will not reproach me as long as I live. And this verse is where um, Job had was a wealthy man. He had a lot of land. He had a lot of um, livestock and he pretty much had lost it all. And this is where he pretty much has stated to his friend on pretty much like, why do he still have his trust and faith in God? And he pretty much stated because he was a man of integrity, he stood on what he believed. He stood on um, God's word. He stood on the faith of God because he knew what he was going through was nothing that God couldn't handle. So he said, you know, he would not speak his, he would not speak wicked or 
and my tongue would not utter lies as far as the Heavenly Father. So standing on God's word is another form of showing integrity because you're pretty much keeping your faith in him. And so I want to go into this example as far as uh, I, I feel as though, I, uh, you know, this example is from, I heard it from Joel Olsen, and uh, I felt as though it was a great example. So it pretty much has stated, it said a wealthy man, um, a wealthy man had a friend that was a contractor, and he was down on his luck. So he gave him a project, he gave him, he, he went to him and says, pretty much, here's 200,000, 200, I need to uh, build a house. And so, and so build the house and you will pretty much, I will give you a great reward. So the contractor decided to cut corners because he figured that if he could build the house at a cheap cost, he could pocket the money. Um, and that, so he brought cheap electricians, he got cheap plumbers, he brought cheap finishes. So at the end of the day, he saved 30,000 and decided to pocket the money. He called the owner and the owner said that the, he called the owner to state that the house was complete. The owner, um, came to the house and said the house looked amazing. Now the owner, the owner could only know what the house looked like on the outside, but he don't know what's on the inside of the walls. Um, so after the contractor cut corners, um, the owner said the house had looked amazing. And when it came time to pay the contractor, the contractor, I mean, when it came time to pay the contractor, the owner handed over the keys to him and said, you just build your own house. Um, so the, the contractor was happy, but then he was disappointed at the same time because he was like, if only I knew that the house was going to be for me, I would have built it correctly. So that, that pretty much, and that shows you the way as though he tried to cut corners to save money and pocket money, but at the end of the day, the reward went to him. So as us as Christians, us as um, just believers of Christ, we can't try to find ways to cut corners all the time. We got to be able to do things diligently. We got to do things honestly because you never know what God reward may be for you. Um, it don't, it, you know, you don't want to be stuck in that last minute like, man, I wish I would have done this right. You know, I wish I would have, you know, done something different. Um, if we just always have that honest act and be able to live an honest lifestyle, then, you know, God can reward us for that. Um, and my, so the last slide I pretty much want to talk about is just how God reward those like with integrity. You got Proverbs 27 say the righteous man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after of him. So which means like, you know, the more that we can walk in integrity, the more that we can be an honest person. Um, you know, our children underneath of us can be blessed. We can be able to set those examples because they can grow up in an honest society, in an honest way. Um, not only does um, kids have to have an example from the parents' household, but they also gotta, we also got to set the example outside of um, the parents' household for society. You know, as, as a church, we need to be able to be honest. We need to be able to be honorable. We need to be able to teach those things. That way they can go into the world living the correct way. Uh, Colossians 3, 9, 10 says, do not, li do not lie to one another since you stripped off the old self with its evil practice and have put on the new self, which is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image 
of the one who created it. And this kind of goes back to the point of like, as, as we grow in Christ, we strip ourselves of our old nature. We strip ourselves of our old sinful ways in order to become one with Christ, in order to get closer to Christ. And that goes back to like, just once again, the, the wholeness aspect of um, integrity. And then Philippians 4, 8, 9 says, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellent and if any worthy of praise, think about these things. As for, these thing, as for the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. So we practice these things that were stated in the scripture you know, we will have a peaceful life. We can have a life of peace. Uh, we don't have to always just be able to think like our life is in chaos or, you know, a lot of times we cause our own chaos because of we lie or because we cheat or because we do those, un, those dishonest things that we cause chaos within our own life. So if we can stick to the word of God and just be able to um, cling on to God's faith, we too will be able to have a life of peace. So... I mean, that was pretty much the uh, sermon that I wanted to go over on today as far as integrity. Um, I hope everyone got something out of it, and I'll get close it out in prayer.